Welcome to Live Well, Be Well, a podcast where we speak candidly about all things health and well-being. My name is Valerie Savala, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Noelle, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Michelle, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. And my name is Robert, and my pronouns are he, him, his. On this episode of Live Well, Be Well, we'll be sharing some facts and dispelling some myths about HIV in honor of World AIDS Day. So we hope you get inspired, we hope you feel connected, and we hope you discover new ways to live your best life. Let's get started. So we'll start with the basics. Oftentimes, HIV and AIDS are used interchangeably, but they do mean different things. HIV and AIDS are different diagnoses, but they are related. HIV, which stands for human immunodeficiency virus, is basically a virus that can lead to a condition called AIDS. The virus will attack the immune system so that it's unable to work as well. Eventually, if the immune system has serious enough damage, you can develop AIDS, which is short for Acquired Immunodeficiency Syndrome. When you do acquire damage to your immune system like this, a person can become more vulnerable to infections and certain types of cancer. Thanks to advanced treatments, a person with HIV can live a normal lifespan without ever developing AIDS. So now that we know exactly what HIV and AIDS is, my fellow peer educator Valerie is going to talk a little bit about how HIV is transmitted between people. One way is through bodily fluids such as blood, semen or cum, presaminal fluid, pre-cum, rectal fluids, vaginal fluids, and breast milk. It can also be transmitted through anal and vaginal sex. Mother-to-child transmission is also possible. However, it is less common now because of advances in prevention and treatment. It can also be transmitted through sharing needles, syringes, or other drug injection equipment. However, HIV is not transmitted through saliva, sweat, tears, touching such as hugging, or sharing items such as dishes. It is not airborne. Now that we've briefly gone over some methods of transition, my fellow peer educator, Robert, will go over treatment options. There are currently two options available to help prevent contracting HIV. PrEP and PEP, we're going to talk about those two. PrEP, or known as pre-exposure prophylaxis, is a prevention method used by people who are HIV negative and at high risk for being exposed to HIV through sexual contact or injection drug use. When someone is exposed to HIV through sex or injection drug use, these medicines can work to keep the virus from establishing an infection. The second one, which is PEP, also known as post-exposure prophylaxis, refers to the use of antiretroviral drugs for people who are HIV negative after single high-risk exposure to stop HIV infection. PEP must be started as soon as possible to be effective, always within 72 hours of a possible exposure, and then continued for four weeks on after that. Now, Michelle will discuss how World AIDS Day has helped in destigmatizing HIV AIDS. World AIDS Day is an opportunity for people worldwide to unite and fight against HIV, and ultimately to show support for those who are living with HIV. Having an event like World AIDS Day allows us to commemorate those who have died from AIDS. And it's important that we remember that HIV and AIDS still haven't gone away over the last couple decades. World AIDS Day has helped to destigmatize HIV and AIDS by increasing awareness of these diseases and strengthening the community of those afflicted with HIV and AIDS. With millions of people worldwide living with HIV infection, it's critical for those to remember that they're not alone and that there is a support system in place for those struggling with the disease. Fortunately, contracting HIV isn't the end-all be-all. 
Thankfully, as mentioned before, with advanced treatment, a person with HIV can still effectively manage it and live a normal, healthy life without ever getting AIDS. And I encourage those who have tested positive for HIV to actively seek out treatment early. From my own personal perspective, I'm grateful for World AIDS Day for bettering my understanding of HIV and AIDS and for raising awareness to try and end AIDS globally, as well as destigmatize those who are currently living with the virus. So that concludes this episode of Live Well, Be Well. If you like what you heard and would like to learn more about topics related to health and well-being, there's much more to come. Stay tuned for our next episode of Live Well, Be Well. Until next time, be kind, be true, be you. And remember, to be well is to live well.